Hi folks, this is Tony for A Minute to Midnight with a short video update in which I want to bring to your attention a few things that I think are significant in terms of what is happening at the moment and that we should all be aware of. The first thing briefly I want to mention is the fact uh, that you know, A Minute to Midnight is run 100% by donations, it always has been, and recently PayPal cancelled our ability to accept donations because we are not a government registered charity. Recently out of the blue with no forewarning PayPal cancelled all our ability to receive recurring payments. For example people that had recurring donation payments set up they all failed and the button for donations via PayPal on the website no longer worked because we were not a registered government registered charity. So a minute to midnight, donations basically fell off the cliff. Um, I've been trying to let people know what's going on. So if you do want to support a minute to midnight and still want to use PayPal, you have to uh, just send money directly to my email address, tony at corritzmusic.com. You can't automate payments via PayPal. The other option that is still working on the website is DonorBox. If you want to donate through DonorBox, you can do one-off payments or recurring payments. And, um, you know, obviously to keep this running, we still need money coming in. So that's uh, like something I just wanted to bring out. It's another part of what I believe is happening. They are trying to shut down alternatives to government controlled systems, um, media and so on, making it more and more difficult. Our website is a minute to midnight.com and remember midnight is spelt M-I-D-N-I-T-E. And we also want people to subscribe to us, our blog, by going down the right hand side of the page and entering your email address where it says subscribe to blog because the next thing I want to cover is censorship. Basically, folks we can't rely on the big players. They are controlled by the beats, beast system that's coming into play and that includes people like Google and YouTube. Sure, if you want to use them, that's fine, but you can't rely on them. And I have to be so careful what I say. There's things, if I want to pu publish a video, for example, on YouTube, there's so much you can't say because they take it down. And people don't realize the extent of how much censorship there still is and on those type of platforms. So subscribe to us at a minute to midnight.com. We also have a Rumble channel and a BitChute channel and an Apple Podcasts channel as well as our YouTube channel. So now I want to have a look at some censorship issues, not directly you know, that have affected us, though the similar things have, but you can see where things are heading and how they want to control free speech all over the world. And the big tech companies are a big part of that control and uh, censorship and controlling free speech. People may not realise how many videos YouTube has taken down of A Minute to Midnight over the years for various things and one of those reasons that they've taken a number of them down is we supposedly violate their V-A-C-C-I-N-E policy and I just want to bring to attention an article from Fox News June 19th 
YouTube says it removed Jordan Peterson interview of RFK Jr. for violating the VACCINE policy. YouTube tells Fox News Digital it removed a video from Jordan Peterson channel for violating YouTube's general VACCINE misinformation policy. So this is straight out censorship. Now you could argue that it is also political interference when it comes to uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., whether you like the guy or not. And uh, I just want to go down the article a bit and read here what YouTube has said. Or Google. A, U a Google spokesman told Fox News Digital YouTube removed a video from the Jordan Peterson channel for violating YouTube's general V you know that word, misinformation policy which prohibits contents that allege that the V causes chronic side effects outside of rare side effects that are recognised by health authorities. Additionally, the spokesperson said the company removed, removed a video from the Jordan Peterson channel uh, featuring a conversation with RFK Jr. and that Google's community guidelines apply, guidelines apply equally to all creators on our platform, regardless of political viewpoint. In other words, there's an agenda to control free speech, and Google is part of that. And, you know, there is so much misinformation around the V, and most of it, I believe, the misinformation is not from people like RFK Jr., but it is actually from the authorities that have pushed that, um, you know, that jab. So uh, that is just one example, but it's a very strongly ongoing thing. It hasn't gone away, even though more and more evidence is coming out. That shows quite conclusively that there was much lies and much misinformation and deliberate disinformation sown during that pandemic, but... The machine still wants you to believe those lies. And even though some of them are being brought out and corrected at this point, they are still trying to keep the smoke screen going. But the gist of it is, anything that goes against the mainstream, against the official narrative, is now being called misinformation or disinformation, and they're going to attempt to ban anybody that spreads it from the media uh, and from being able to communicate it with people same as they're doing in schools with another issue at the moment um, which is another whole thing but you can't even question that agenda you know the word is a bunch of letters that begin with LB and have a T in there somewhere um, and here we go Yeah, this is going to only get worse we need to realize it folks but what people need to realize is how much stuff is being censored that they're not actually hearing unless they go to alternative media which of course the machine the beast is trying to shut down and control um, to the nth degree moves to restrict free speech and censor everyone are happening globally and i want to now bring you attention to an article at Zero Hedge titled, We are restricting freedom for the common good. Irish Green Party calls for limiting free speech. The Irish Green Party followed many on the left around the world, including the Democratic Party in America this week, and came out for censorship and speech controls. Indeed, the party went full Orwellian as, a chair, as Chairwoman Pauline O'Reilly called for restricting freedom to protect it. 
O'Reilly's comments are part of the introduction of the Criminal Incitement to Violence or Hatred and Hate Offences Bill 2022. The legislation would criminalise incitement to violence or hatred against people with protected characteristics. And that would be that LG, you know, BT word and all that again, as amongst others, as well as condoning, denying or grossly trivialising genocide, war crimes, crimes against humanity and crimes against peace. Limiting free speech has become an article of faith for many on the left. Democratic Party, party leaders now uniformly call for censorship and speech reg regulations. President Biden even charged that companies who refused to censor opposing views on social media were killing people. Others have denounced free speech as a white man's obsession. The anti-free speech movement has become openly Orwellian by claiming to protect freedom by limiting freedom. It also employs using terms like disinformation, misinformation and malinformation to obscure the effort to silence those with opposing views. Rather than use censorship, they refer to content moderation. That effort was on full display this week in Ireland with this anti-free speech legislation. Speaking before the Irish Senate this week, Green Party Chairwoman Pauline O'Reilly declared, when one thinks about it, all law and all legislation is about restriction of freedom. This is exactly what we are doing here. We are restricting freedom, but we are doing it for the common good. It is the same message of New York Democrats calling for limiting free speech as a way of protecting democracy. Indeed, former Clinton Labor Secretary Robert Reich has declared free speech is tyranny. O'Reilly assured citizens that giving up freedom was nothing new or threatening. Throughout our Constitution, one can see that while one has rights, they are restricted for the common good. Everything else gets Balanced. What is particularly chilling is how low the threshold for denying free speech, according to O'Reilly. It now appears that deep discomfort is enough. If a person's views on another person, people's identities make their lives unsafe and insecure, causing them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace, our job as legislators is to restrict f those freedoms for the common good. The Irish legislation is likely to be replicated around the world if the free speech community cannot hold the line against the anti-free speech movement. It is part of an unrelenting movement in Europe, particularly by the European Union, to roll back Western free speech values at once defined countries. And there's more in that article, but I think you get the point. The, um, the attempts to limit free speech are basically there. In, in other words, you say what we want you to say or we will moderate it, censor it, whatever you want to call it. It's like the, there is an elite class that will determine what is allowed to be spoken and what isn't. And we're seeing that that began big time during the COVID pandemic and we are seeing it escalating more as time goes on. Restricting free speech has been a hallmark of all dictatorial regimes throughout history and this time it is becoming a global dictatorial regime that is seeking to implement this and it is a slippery slope that we are on at this point in time. The World Economic Forum and the UN are two of the powerful institutions behind moves such as this as well and they will attempt 
to tie all of this in with a person's social credit score and indeed their bank accounts and their ability to purchase and so on. And in May 2023, the United Nations launched a policy titled A Global Digital Compact, an open, free and secure digital future for all, which doesn't that sound wonderful till you really delve into it and realise what it is. The present brief proposes a development of a global digital compact that would set out principles, objectives and actions for advancing an open, free, secure and human-centred digital future, one that is anchored in universal human rights and that enables the attainment of the sustainable development goals. It outlines areas in which the need for multi-stakeholder digital cooperation is urgent and sets out how a global digital compact can help to realise the commitment and the declaration on the commemoration of the 75th anniversary of the United Nations General Assembly Resolution 75-1 and so on. But if you look into what uh, Guitaris or Gutteres, however you want to pronounce his name, from the UN uh, has said, in his vision, or officially titled Our Common Agenda, he said this from the report, Digital IDs linked with bank or mobile money accounts can improve the delivery of social protection, coverage and serve to better reach eligible beneficiaries. Digital technologies may help to reduce leakage, errors and costs in the design of social protection programs. So there will be part of your censorship and your you know, social credit score and so on. So the digital ID they want to launch and they are I think aiming for September 2024 to be linked with bank and mobile money accounts. So they can basically, with CBDCs, programmable CDCs, CBDCs, they can look to control what you can and can't spend your money on, or indeed if they'll let you spend it on anything, or if you'll be banned, ostracized, if you hold views that are opposing the WEF and the, WEF and the UN and such institutions as those. Of course, climate change is another one of these things that they censor dissenting information more and more and will become part of their sustainable development got well is part of their sustainable development goals and your social credit score and so on will be linked to how you deal with it that's all the goals that they have in this well it's not all of the goals they have more but these are part of their goals and why they are censoring people because they want to control everyone to fit into their vision, their system and to ostracize anyone that doesn't toe the line. An article written by Tom Ozemek at discernreport.com he states the IMF pushes global central bank digital currency platform as cashless trend builds steam. The International Monetary Fund is working on a platform that would allow various central bank digital currencies to interoperate on a global scale, which comes amid a broader push towards cashless societies and concerns about risks to freedom. IMF manager Kristalina Georgieva told conference participants on Monday in Rabat, Morocco, that the transnational agency is developing a global platform for central bank controlled digital currencies. CBTCs should not be fragmented national propositions 
To have more efficient and fairer transactions, we need systems that connect countries. We need interoperability, Georgieva said. For this reason, at the IMF, we are working on the concept of a global CBDC platform. Georgieva said the IMF wants central banks to reach a consensus on a common global regulatory framework for digital currencies that would give global adoption a major boost. So there you have it, CBDCs with digital IDs and so forth are where they are heading with all of these things and as I mentioned before they'll be tied in with your social credit score and your ability to purchase will be determined by the programmability of these CBDCs and how they respond to your social credit score. Michael Snyder at the end of the American Dream .com post published an article on June 19th. The UN's new fact-checking system called iVerify will be used to crack down on misinformation all over the world. Our world is becoming a creepier place with each passing day, Michael writes. Most of us just want to live our lives in peace without excessive government interference. But unfortunately, the control freaks that are running things just can't help themselves. Ultimately, they aren't going to be happy until they are able to watch, track, monitor and control virtually everything that we write, say and do. This is one of the big reasons why they are gearing up to introduce central bank digital currencies all over the Western world. Such digital currencies will make it much easier for them to control us financially and a new tool that was just introduced by the UN will make it much easier for them to control what we write on the internet. But it's not actually just Western countries that are introducing CBDCs, there's a lot of other countries as well. I think 114 countries altogether are looking into them. Anyway, the iVerify system is here. The UN's new fact-checking system is going to be a game-changer, but so far the mainstream media is being really quiet about it. Perhaps that's because they don't want millions of us to object to this sort of tyranny. The UN developed iVerify in conjunction with big tech companies and Soros-funded organisations and it will be used to crack down on disinformation and hate speech all over the globe. The United Nations has unveiled an automated fact-checking service to counter so-called disinformation and hate speech on the internet in a project partnered with big tech and Soros-funded organisations. In response to what they branded as online information pollution, which they claim is a global challenge, the United Nations Development Programme has launched its iVerify platform to counter alleged disinformation and hate speech online. The global body's automated fact-checking tool was developed in partnership with the United Nations International Computing Center, Facebook and Google-funded fact-checker Medan, the Meta-owned Crowd Triangle, and the Soros-funded International Fact-Checking Network. Well, there you go, what a great bunch of left-wing type organizations we have there. Okay, needless to say, this tool will not be used to crack down on points of view that Big Tech and Soros agree with. Instead, it will be used to crack down on those that choose to be independent thinkers, and that should greatly alarm all of us. And so, folks, that is the direction where all of this is headed. And as Christians, we should be able to see and discern that this is very much in line with what the Bible tells us will happen in the end days before Jesus returns. 
Now, we may not be able to stop it from happening, but we also don't have to participate in it to the extent that they want us to. And uh, we will have to make some difficult choices in the days ahead. But the more we can get outside of the system, the better it is. The more we can have community with other like-minded believers, the better it is. So first and foremost, we need to have our hearts and lives right with the Lord Jesus Christ. Secondly, we should be as prepared as possible, I believe, to get through these times, uh, both physically and spiritually. So those are the points I wanted to cover in this video. Please remember, as I mentioned at the beginning, um, Minute to Midnight's run 100% by donations. If you can help us, go to our website. That's always appreciated. And please subscribe to us at aminutetomidnight.com as well as on our other platforms. We also appreciate it when people click the like button or whatever the equivalent is on the platform as well. And leave comments. Uh, I always like to read the comments too. So... Um, God bless and stay safe folks this is Tony for a minute to midnight.com signing off and hopefully we'll be back with another video in a few days time I'm here in Pennsylvania rather than home in New Zealand it's a little bit more difficult to record things um, but you know it's it's still possible so God willing you'll hear from us again soon